0: hello my party people welcome to the daily Gab. it's not gonna be a daily podcast because that would be a little redundant for me but definitely a podcast about my life specifically um i am about to turn 24 here in the next few months i live in charleston south carolina and i've been told you know on many occasions that i should write a book um i prefer the sound of my own voice so i decided to start a podcast instead so buckle up here we go 2020 was a lot of things for a lot of different people. For me, it was a big year of growth. I set some goals in the beginning of the year that I was still kind of able to see out through the end of the year. Um, I think that... It was a year that I got a chance to slow down and really take a look at my life and figure out what was working, what wasn't working, what I loved, what I didn't love, and kind of pursue where I wanted to go next in my life. Um, so ha- some, some highlights for 2020. Um, one of the big goals, I wanted to start dating again in 2020. So I want to dive into that a little bit. Cooking and my relationship with food and being a vegetarian, um, some of my goals for 2020 and how I had to adapt them. Um, I want to touch upon my support system and the insane group of friends that I have. Um, also, I worked in the hospitality industry during a pandemic and that was a pretty wild time. Um, also, I want to dive into some goals that I've set for 2021 and kind of where we go from here. So here we go. So dating. I decided in January of 2020 that I wanted to start dating this year. I was in a really weird relationship for a really long time um, and that's something that I may get into down the line or I may not. It's ultimately my podcast so I get to determine what I want to share with the world, Um, but I realized at the end of 2019 that that was just not working for me anymore and that is just not what I really wanted to be a part of anymore. So I really wanted to commit to trying to date. Now a little bit of a background story. on this weird relationship. I've never dated before, like ever. Um, You have those like seventh grade boyfriends, but that was about it for me. Um, And then in high school, I was kind of tied up in this whole situation and it kind of lasted through college and yada yada, whatever. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is I've never truly dated before. So that was a huge step to decide that I was going to start dating. So in January, I got on the dating apps and I started, you know, testing the waters. I didn't fully commit because I just didn't have the time. I was getting used to this new job that I had um because I had gotten that job, you know, in the middle of December, and I was still getting used to not working weekends, which is insane to think about. I was an athlete my entire life that had practice and meets on the weekend, and then I went to college and I started working on the weekends, and then I went into the event industry, and that is just events typically happen on the weekend um so having Friday or having Saturday and Sunday off was a foreign concept to me, so I was really just kind of figuring out what I wanted to do with my time then so I didn't really fully commit to dating until the world shut down, which blows people's minds. but I really kind of sat down and like reevaluated the whole dating app thing and started talking to more people and getting to know some more people. I went on um a few dates, very covid friendly, outside, masks, all that fun jazz. Uh, I really like did give it like the best shot I could. This year I don't think by any means I'm a dating pro. I don't think that I could call myself um skilled in that aspect. Um I'm not good at dating, but the biggest part was just to get myself back out there and like try something new and I will say I did. I did do that. I committed to dating and committed to trying to meet as many new people as I can. And I am really interested to see what dating not in a pandemic is like. I bet um, that would be something that I would enjoy a little bit more, you know, a little bit more freedom with that. Um, But putting myself out there was the biggest step. And I think that it's kind of, you know, awesome that I figured out how to do that this year. I still like committed to that goal and like still went after it. And I mean, I'm at this point in time. I can absolutely tell you all of my friends are in relationships that are like pretty serious I have a friend that's engaged and going to get married pretty shortly um And I also have single friends too. There's like, you know, but I do have a i'm surrounded by a lot of like very serious Relationships and i'm just like not there yet I think that I need some time to like figure out what I want what I what I don't want and I think that that's the whole point of dating. Like I'm not ready to like just lock down a boyfriend for the rest of my life at this point because you know I don't know what I want and what I don't want and I've really changed my goals this year and and what my life would look like in the next 10 years. So um I think it'll just be cool to, you know, still continue to get to know people. So in the beginning of last year I decided I was going to be a vegetarian again. I dabbled in it a little bit before I went abroad in college, and then I decided when I was going abroad, I was going to try all the new things, which is funny for me to say because I am pretty picky about what I eat, but we'll get into that in a second, uh, but I decided that I was not going to be a vegetarian anymore because I really wanted to experience Europe in all of its glory And, you know, I'd come back home and kind of reevaluate from then. Um, But since then, I've realized meat's just like not for me. Um, (laughs) I can't cook it I literally if I was eating chicken for dinner someone else cooked it for me um, I used to bribe friends I'd be like I'll buy the groceries if you cook for me and I just like just didn't like I just don't like touching raw meat it made me nauseous I didn't feel great after I ate it you know it's different for everyone but for me I just couldn't do it I have never eaten my fish in my entire life <laughs> Um, which is funny I live in Charleston South Carolina and we have some of the most amazing seafood. And I like just refuse to eat it. So that shines a light a little bit on my pickiness. Um, but absolutely go ahead and eat fish in front of me. Like I'm not one of those people that like you like, please eat the meat, please eat the fish, please eat anything that like your heart desires. Don't like not do it on my account. Like I go after it. I prefer not to eat it. But like if that's what you want to do, go after it. Um, and that's my stance on that. But so going into 2020, I was already going to be doing like obviously something different with you know my food and vegetarian and I just started to feel better and I was eating cleaner Um, but I would say from a very young age probably I decided I was gonna have a chef like I knew I was gonna make it big that's like I was gonna have a chef on my payroll I was gonna have one hired and he was gonna he or she would cook you know my lunches and my dinners for my family and my kids just because I didn't necessarily want that responsibility I like never had any interest in learning how to cook my dad is like you know the sole cook in our house my mom like used to like the joke was like my mom would bring home the bacon and my dad would cook it um that's a joke but like that was the joke (laughs) and um so like with that I just like never had any desire to cook and I just never wanted to learn and I like didn't have to so I didn't want to hypothetically thinking about my future I didn't necessarily want to put that on my spouse and have them have that responsibility and I also had a lot of friends just be like well why don't you just marry a chef and like they've been cooking all day I don't want them to have to come home and like cook for me um I don't want it to be a chore like because food is something that like it's fun to gather around like food brings people together I didn't want it to be like a chore like who's making dinner tonight I will say because restaurants closed down and you know the world closed down this year I spent a lot of time on TikTok (laughs) And I saw a lot of cool recipes on TikTok, and I saved them, and I started, um, you know, trying them out, and doing different things in the kitchen and I found out that I really liked it and you know being a vegetarian yes like you are eliminating an entire food group but there's still so much more you could do with all of that food so I've learned to like make some staples I have made it a goal to like continue to make new recipes and try new things um, but I do have my staples and I do spend a lot more time in the kitchen than I ever thought I would I enjoy cooking I really do I like learning new things I like that it tastes good. I'm not gonna say I'm good by any measure like measure. Like I really barely even use salt and pepper. Um just because I don't like whatever. Anyway, not the point of the story. I enjoy cooking now. It's more of what 2020 gave me the time to sit down and just take a second and learn how to cook. And I very much enjoy cooking for like groups of people instead. Like I don't love just cooking for myself. Um, because you know, it's boring when you're just cooking for yourself. Um, so I have like kind of instilled, like I forced my friends for like once a month, every week, like one weekend a month, like we do a family dinner, whether it be like a, you know, Saturday night, Sunday night, we sit down and we all have dinner together just because I enjoy cooking for that many people, but also gets like people gather around food, you know? And so it's given me an outlet to kind of try new recipes and do new things and also see some of my favorite people. And, um, I have really enjoyed my cooking journey this year and adapting to being a vegetarian again. I will say one of the highlights. All right, let's talk about my support system. My goodness gracious me, the people who were by my side in 2020, I think that that's like the luckiest I'll ever be in my entire life. The people that I have currently in my corner are some all-star rock stars that you can't have them because they're mine, but I hope that everyone feels this way about their friends. I think that there were some really shitty things that happened in 2020 um, and the facts that I could rely on other people. I'm a very um, independent person. I have really kind of done a lot of things on my own for a lot of my life and I grew up in sports that were very independent and competitive I was a gymnast and I was a diver and that's not a team sport um no matter what they tell you there are some team you know awards and stuff like that and you do create a support system with those people and you know you do vibe off of a lot of those people but you're competing against all of them they're like they're all of your competitors um so like as much as you know you, you like are with them you know they're still your competitors and at the end of the day like where I was training to be a gymnast and a diver were not at my high school yes I was on my high school dive team so like I had you know those people that I was hanging out with but for the most part I was training at my other like club team and so I wasn't at my high school practices consistently so and I was a gymnast from the age of three on um all the way through high school so that took up all of my time so I never really like got into the sports to like in my hometown that like really built those relationships for other people I never really did those other things and you know I like I I'm I had great friends in high school um you know you grow up and you go other places and you do other things and you see a little bit more than what the town you grew up in and you just you know grow differently. Um but I will hands down say that at this point in time I've never had people who have rooted for me as much as they do, have supported me and just kind of accepted me for as I am and who I am um and been able to like help me grow through this year. I am so thankful for all of them. I hope you can meet all of them and I can bring them on of, um you know for you to meet cuz they're all spectacular human beings who are gonna go very far in their own lives, and I'm so excited to watch them do that. Um, but I will absolutely say I would not have survived without them this year, a hundred percent. I, I mean, in the beginning of quarantine, my one roommate, who's one of my best friends her boyfriend literally moved in so that we were together all the time. So I wasn't at the house all by myself. Um, and we spent like every day together. Um, we went on little group walks together. I became the third person in their relationship. Um, and you know, that like, i like, I wasn't left alone during that time. A lot of people were living alone and i you know, had like the opportunity not to, and you know, my grandmother passed away in May. Um, and I couldn't go home I was the only grandchild not at her funeral (laughs) um and like I I wasn't able to be there with my family and grieve with my family and you know like my friends really rallied behind me they really supported me and they really just were like we're here with with whatever you need you don't want to talk right now let's go grab ice cream like let's do something else like whatever you need from us is, like, what we're going to do for you, um, and, like, I didn't, I didn't have to ask, like, they just, like, showed up and did that, and, you know, that's what friends are supposed to do, um, but it's just, like, it blows my mind, you know, how supported I am, and, you know, I come home, you know, and we have, like, tough days at work and this, that, whatever, and it's just so, I, I just feel so loved, I feel so loved, and I'm just very lucky to be at where I am with that, um, my friends are awesome. I wish that everyone had friends like my friends. (laughs) I'm very, very thankful for them. And again, like shout out to them for 2020 because it was a mess and you really, you know, we drank together, we cried together, we laughed together, we set goals together and we just, you know, I can't wait like to have them for the rest of my life. I know at this point you guys are – you get it. You get it that I have really good friends. But, like, just one more time for the people in the back. I – they are just – you know, in 2021 I decided I wanted to start a podcast and, like, you know, create this platform and go after it. And that could be something that your friends are just like, eh, maybe not. Like, what what are you really, you know – What do you want to talk about? Like, is it something you really want to do? Like, my friends, without blinking, batting an eye, they were just like, absolutely, this is going to be amazing for you. This is absolutely what you should do. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait to listen. They are literally my biggest cheerleaders. And I just think that everyone should have that in life. And I am so fortunate to have them in life and just have these insane people and you know one of my really good friends like brought it up and she was like yeah like the way that like you feel is like the way you make all of us feel all the time too so like this like this is you know and it's just I have had some shitty friends like throughout my life and I did a lot more for them than they did for me and I just to be in these relationships where there's like Nothing expected from me, but all of like this love, it's just, so for anyone who out there like, it's going through a time where they just haven't found like their group, like you will find them. You will find your tribe. They will love you hard. I'm excited for you. (laughs) And now my favorite topic, working in the hospitality industry during a worldwide pandemic. Doesn't that sound terrifying? (laughs) So... Basically, I started a new job in December. I adore my job. I love my job. I was so excited for this new opportunity for me. Um, But basically, to just kind of give you the overview, like we host events on properties. Um, That's like the that's the most basic essence of what the company I work for does. And... um, So back in the end of February, some of our corporate clients were getting a little nervous and they were just like, we need to postpone, we need to do this. And we were just like, yo, hold your horses. There's only been one case in the United States, like it's going to be okay. (laughs) Fast forward to where we are now and I laugh at March 2020 gab. I giggle at her. Um, But so basically what happened is that that specific night that the world like, like, closed its doors and was like, everyone go home and don't leave your house. Um, our office was there for really pretty late to kind of game plan to see what we were going to do next. And then we all went home and we worked from home and we were told like, you know, it's only gonna be two weeks and then we'll all go back into the office. And like the running joke was like, if this is still going on in September, we have bigger fish to fry because some of our like September clients were reaching out and all this other stuff. And I sit here and laugh now. Like I laugh at just the just the thought that I was going to be back in the office by April like I it's absurd to think about now because we still like you know don't know when we'll all be in the same office ever again um and then the second thing starting in March is that my family basically was like you're gonna lose your job like you were the last one hired you're just just don't get too comfortable you're going to lose your job and when you're hearing that from you know your family, you're like, okay, here we go. So literally every night in March, I like cried myself to sleep. I know that sounds a lot more sad than like, you, like I'm okay, I promise you. But I really did because I really loved my job and I didn't want to lose it. But I was really sad. I was like, I just got this awesome job. I have my weekends off and I'm going to lose it because of a pandemic. And I feel like March was weird for everyone. And, like everyone was crying for everything. Like we were all really unsure with with, with what was going to happen. And, you know, I'm I'm at a company where they value their employees so much. So I'm very, very, very lucky. But the hospitality industry took a hit. Like as a whole, like restaurants closed in Charleston that will never open again. So many people were out of jobs. A lot of friends in the event industry like weren't going to be able to come back from this. So it's scary. I mean it's scary for everyone. Don't get me wrong. I'm not diminishing how this has impacted any other business. I'm just saying – my sole purpose for our company is to gather humans together to eat, you know? And we literally still, you know, are finding new ways to do that. We've been able to host, successfully host events since June. So, you know, we've been figuring out, we're still postponing a lot of things and, you know, the guidelines in South Carolina are different. I think the biggest takeaway from this year that I will preach to anyone is just some compassion you know I was on the phone with mothers and fathers of the bride and I understand their life is turned upside down their daughter if I was getting married this year I understand that I would be setting towns on fire like I (laughs) am so glad I didn't have any huge huge milestones um coming up because I know who I am and as much growth as I've had in this past year. There are some things I'm just I don't know if they would ever change. Um but these parents would just, you know, yell at me for things that were just a little too like they were out of my control. And we would do the best that we can to make anyone happy, but they were just simply completely out of my control. And they would just like get on the phone and they just needed someone to yell at, you know? And I will say I'm impressed with myself so much because, you know, 2 years ago I were on the phone with these clients I'd go home and just be a wreck like I would take it so personally and you know I would not have really been able to like move on but I'm at a place where I did not create the coronavirus it is not my fault (laughs) that this is going on so what I can do for you is try my best to make you happy but there at the end of the day this is not my fault and I'm going to be as accommodating as I can and I will be an ear to you, but just don't yell. And I think that like there are just so many aspects of the world. You just need compassion. Like whether you're in the hospitality industry or not, or if you're talking to your vendors or I mean like at a restaurant. Like honestly, if you're on the phone with your accountant during tax season, just give him some compassion. Like I think that's just the biggest thing. We're all panicked. We're all stretched, stretched, we're all stretched, we're all stressed. There's no need to also be an asshole on top of that. Um, so I think that like that is what I preach to everyone else to learn after this year. But I will say patience and just the skills that I've been able to ha- like to gain and learn this past year are invaluable to me for the rest of my career. So I want to wrap up 2020 with some of my highlights and achievements. Um, One of my top recommendations for anyone all the time ever, invest in a kiddie pool. Just go to Walmart, buy a $20 one, sit in your yard in the pool. The beaches were closed for like three months. No one was allowed to go anywhere. So we went to the pool. Obviously, you need a hose as well. (laughs) But we used to have little pool parties out front. And can I tell you, highlight of my summer. I mean, I probably enjoyed them more than anyone else did. Highlight of my summer. Um, I also watched the Twilight series five times in full in the last year. I don't know if that's something I should be proud of, but I did it and I know there are other people out there that did too, so I'm not the only one. Um, I also got to snuggle my precious nephew pup, Pinto, for so many months. Um, I learned how to kind of like take care of a pup. I've literally never been exposed to dogs (laughs) because we didn't have any pets growing up. So um, shout out to Pinto. Um, He's the love of my life. I literally tell him that I would die for him on a daily basis. And his mother tells me I need to stop telling him that. But Pinto, if you're listening, I would die for you. I love you. Um, We also, my family got a chance to go back to Cape Cod this summer, which was pretty cool. That is a very special place for our family. We grew up going there every summer since I was born till I was about 15, I believe. And, um, we used to like stay in in, like a motel and like, you know, we had all these rooms with all of our family members. It was right on the beach and Cape Cod's gorgeous. If you've never been before, it's so stunning. Um, and this year we got to go back and we were there for a week and we kind of used the time as a family to like honor my grandmother and, um, really spend some time together. I don't, really get the chance to spend that much time with my family because they are all really up north still and I live here but um that was something that was really special for me that we had the chance to go back and do that um I had a quarantine birthday much like the entire world because we've now circled back into the month of those birthdays that were untouched um but I I have never had more deliveries in my entire life my mother ordered a singing guitar man to drop me off cupcakes for my birthday she literally texted me this sus text like a week before and she goes hey on your birthday at this time be showered and like ready and I was like what mom what <laughs> like and coming from my mother that could have meant anything but she was like showered and ready but she goes I know sometimes you and I'm like mom we're in quarantine not everyone showers every day leave me alone um, <laughs> but yeah he came up to my door and started singing for me Um, I had ice cream delivered from friends that couldn't like, you know, spend the day with me. Um, it was one of my favorite birthdays I think I've ever had. And I literally wasn't allowed to leave the house. So, you know, all in all 2020 was amazing. I had, my parents have never visited Charleston more. My sister came and surprised me right before the world shut down. Um, my best friend came back to town, um, and hasn't been here in a while. So like all in all, Like there were a lot of high, high, high points of this year. So moving forward, some of the goals that I have set for 2021 – I wanted to create a podcast, so here we are. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I also wanted to run a marathon for this upcoming year. I'm not completely canceling it out. I currently have a pretty serious knee injury um, that is not allowing me to train for that. So right now we've redirected, and my mom and I are thinking about walking, doing like a marathon, a half marathon, just walking, which is still a pretty hard task. Like It's still a good amount of miles, Um, and then I'd really like to go to the Grand Canyon, I it's not a vacation trip that I would normally plan for myself. Um so and it's I mean I feel like it's something that everyone needs to see. Like to be a United States resident, I feel like you just like need to see it. So, um I'm putting that on my list this year. I'm not getting my hopes up too too high. I have two really special people in my life getting married this year that I'm really excited for. So there are a bunch of goals that I have set just moving forward in my work life. Those are like three like general goals that I'm really looking forward to but you know it's gonna be I'm excited for this year you know um so thank you for listening for my first episode we'll see you guys back next week